You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 164 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How you doing, Kel? Hey, good. How are you? You know what? I'm doing pretty great. I'm feeling better. Sound great. Thank you. It was a big day today. It was a rainy day in Long Beach. It was like a downpour all day. It was wild. My little dog was not having any of it. <laughs> what do you do when it's miserable outside? How do you make them go to the bathroom in that? Hold a little umbrella over them? That's a good idea. I did see one little pup walk by my house with a raincoat. Oh, that's cute. It was totally like that same raincoat from that movie It. Yes. <laughs> it was cute, actually. Anyways, I tried my best. He might have had an accident by the back door because he was like, no, girl, I'll just go here. (laughs) He did have his first grooming appointment. He got a blueberry facial and some other treatments, and he came back feeling very fancy fresh, and we're doing great. (laughs) Cuties. But enough about him and myself. I hope everybody is having a great week. If you haven't checked out our visual round up, we have one that is fashion themed. Also, we had a new five-star review. Thank you so much to BWES09 for taking the time to leave that review. We really appreciate it. Also, we have not one, not two, but three new patrons. Woo! Yeah. Welcome aboard. Big week. Thanks so much to Tracy, Grace, and Leah. All right. It's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Valid Vices. V A L I D V I C E S. And the question that goes with this anagram is The legendary record executive credited with bringing Whitney Houston to prominence came out as bisexual in 2013 at the age of 81. In his autobiography, The Soundtrack of My Life. Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Oh My Rod. This general knowledge round includes answers with the letters R-O-D in order somewhere within them. So some examples would be Roddy Rich, Prodigy, or Brody Jenner. Question number one. Described familiarly as the uncle, what Lord of the Rings hobbit character inherits the ring from his cousin? Question number two. What musician and Disney darling won the 2022 Best New Artist Grammy Award? Question number three. 
The deadly 1992 Los Angeles riots ensued after the acquittal of LAPD officers following the brutal beating of what Californian father of three following a high-speed car chase. Question number four. In the wildly popular series, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, what is the name of Greg and Manny's older brother, a rude trickster who plays drums for the local rock band, Loaded Diaper? Question number five. What term for a solid device used to muzzle load firearms shares a name with gay leather bars in San Francisco, New York City, Fort Lauderdale, and other cities? Question number six. What ancient Greek goddess of sexual love and beauty was identified as Venus by the Romans? Question number seven. What former professional basketball player nicknamed The Worm has published several books, including the titles Bad As I Want to Be, Walk on the Wild Side, and I Should Be Dead by Now? Question number eight. With the tagline, Smack Destiny in the Face, what 2007 comedy film starred Andy Samberg as an amateur stuntman? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one. Oh my rod. Question number one. The Lord of the Rings Hobbit character that inherits the ring from his cousin is Frodo Baggins. Nobody wants that last name. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not a good one. No, if my last name was Baggins, I'd be like, I'm going to change that to Lime. <laughs> <laughs> I did include a meme of Elijah Wood portraying Frodo Baggins, and he's wailing on a guitar, one of my instruments of choice, and it says Frodo Synthesis. Very funny. Kind of. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Question number two. The musician who won the 2022 Best New Artist Grammy Award is... Olivia Rodrigo. She cleaned up. She did. I think she's got some solid stuff. I like it. You know I love that Deja Vu song a lot. It's good. Question number three. The deadly 1992 LA riots ensued after the acquittal of LAPD officers following the brutal beating of Rodney King. Question number four. In the Diary of a Wimpy Kid series, the name of Greg and Manny's older brother is Roderick. So because I have teenagers, I'm very familiar with this series. <laughs> it is 
pretty garbage, but kids eat it up. But I do love that Roderick's band is called Loaded Diaper. That's silly. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> I cannot say I'm familiar. Familiar with the series or with Loaded Diaper's catalog? Uh, either, I suppose, now that you mention it. Okay. Give your little one another decade and you'll be all over those. (laughs) You're all over a different caliber of loaded diapers right now, I guess. Yeah. Familiar with the term, I'd say. (laughs) Question number five. The term for a solid device used to muzzle load firearms that shares a name with multiple gay leather bars is ramrod. Yikes. Hello. Hello. Calm down, gentlemen, or not. (laughs) (laughs) Question number six. The Greek goddess who is identified as Venus by the Romans is Aphrodite. Question number seven. The former professional NBA player nicknamed the Worm is Dennis Rodman. You know, mixed feelings here. He's so talented. He has a really interesting but also a little bit troubling arc he's had a lot of weird turns he's the worm (laughs) (laughs) fair enough (laughs) right question number eight the 2007 comedy film that starred andy samberg as an amateur stuntman is hot rod so cool beans cool beans So this is Kelly's guilty pleasure. She actually told me that this was her favorite film of all time. And I was like, what, girl? I know. Guilty. Love it. And then she was just like, it revs me up. I can't help it. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Me either. Cool beans. Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one is called Pedal Pushers. Take time to smell this music round consisting of songs that all have the word rose in the title or the recording artist name. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. There used to be a gray and Five. 
6. Here are the answers for round two, Pedal Pushers. Song number one was Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Song number two was Roses by Chainsmokers featuring Roses. Song number three was Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison. Song number four was I Want to Get Next to You by Rose Royce. Song number five was Roses by Outkast. Song number six was Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. Song number seven was Desert Rose by Sting. And song number eight was I Want to Be Adored by The Stone Roses. Like roses, this round definitely has its beauty and its thorns. I would say it's a mixed bag. How about you? Yeah, I agree. But like roses, I actually don't like much on this list. Yeah. That Outcast song is pretty good because... I like that Outcast song. That's like the standout of this list for me. Took me about a dozen listens before I was like, wait, this is a diss track. Caroline <laughs> is really uh, getting put down in this song. <laughs> yep. But it's so catchy. You don't catch on right away. I Want to Get Next to You is also wonderful. And I love the Stone Roses. That was definitely the most obscure song on the list. But side note, if you want to impress the cougars, every rose has its thorn poison. Toss it on. <laughs> You're going to see some swaying milfs to that. No shame, you know. <laughs> oh, for sure. Moving on to round three. Round number three goes out to one of our recent new patrons, Rachel, who is awesome. We've been emailing back and forth a bit. Hi, Rachel. 
She is a self-proclaimed art nerd. I would put myself in that same category. So putting together this round was actually a good time for me as well. Round number three is called Strokes of Genius. This classic subject round is on art history. Thank you, Rachel. Question number one. Many of which were painted during a stay in an asylum. What Dutch artist created a series of famous oil paintings featuring irises? A flower that grew in the hospital garden. Question number two. What Mexican muralist was infamous artist Frida Kahlo married to for a decade? Question number three. Claude Monet and Edouard Manet are both associated with what 19th century art movement? Question number four. Rejecting Romanticism, the artistic movement Realism emerged in the 1840s in what country? Question number five. Born in 1882, what American artist painted the works Chop Suey, Rooms by the Sea, and Nighthawks? Question number six. In 1911, what famous Leonardo da Vinci painting was stolen from the Louvre Museum? A crime that was blamed on fellow artist Picasso before being tied to a museum employee who returned it over two years later. Question number seven. The Sistine Chapel ceiling was painted in fresco over the course of four years by what Italian Renaissance artist? Question number eight. Following the Renaissance and preceding neoclassicism, what artistic style flourished from the early 1700s until the 1750s? Employing intricate ornamentation, the term for this style is associated with flawed pearls. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Strokes of Genius. Question number one. The Dutch artist who created a series of famous oil paintings featuring irises is Vincent van Gogh. I highly recommend the film Loving Vincent if you're a Vincent van Gogh fan. So beautiful. Gorgeous. I believe that they painted it on panes of glass, and that's how they were able to manipulate it and animate it. Yeah, I think you're right. That movie was stunning. For sure. Question number two. The Mexican muralist who was married to Frida Kahlo was Diego Rivera. And he was lucky to have her. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, not that she seemed like she was a cup of tea by any means. <laughs> she was pretty feisty and she also had a pretty tough run. Yeah. A lot of chronic pain and whatnot. But yeah, 
Love her. Question number three. Claude Monet and Edward Manet are both associated with the art movement Impressionism. Question number four. Realism emerged in the 1840s in France. Question number five. The American artist who painted Chop Suey, Rooms by the Sea, and Nighthawks is Edward Hopper. He's actually one of my favorite artists of all time. I like that I said he's actually, like I didn't write the round (laughs) and include him on purpose. (laughs) I have so many dreams that are based on that painting, Rooms by the Sea, where you just open a door and it's water. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's like both gorgeous and really intimidating at the same time. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a big fan. Question number six. The famous Leonardo da Vinci painting that was stolen from the Louvre Museum and temporarily blamed on Picasso was Mona Lisa. So I want an entire documentary based on this nonsense. It's amazing. Agreed. So basically, a Louvre employee stole Mona Lisa. And obviously, it was a big deal. They also stole some other pieces And the reason why Picasso was linked to this crime was because Picasso did acquire some of these like statuettes that were part of this heist, I guess. And he denied knowing that, you know, they were stolen, even though apparently somewhere on them it said property of the Louvre. (laughs) Right. Nothing to see here. (laughs) Right. But the Mona Lisa did not cross his path. Years later, she was returned. But it seems like a wild story that I want documented. I want something. I want to know the ins and outs of that whole adventure. I agree. Netflix, make the show. Get on it. Question number seven. The Sistine Chapel ceiling was painted over the course of four years by Michelangelo. I can't imagine. So I dabble with artsy stuff. Kelly and I actually painted a few murals together, but it's an adjustment painting vertically to painting horizontally. I can't imagine painting a curved ceiling with that level of detail. It's insane. Right? Yeah, just the talent is crazy. And it took four years. Like, it would hurt your back. <laughs> Ooh. My neck. My back. back. Question number eight. The artistic style that flourished from the early 1700s until the 1750s and employed intricate ornamentation is Baroque. You know what they say, Kelly, (laughs) if it ain't Baroque. Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't fix it. Nailed it. Moving on to round four. Round number four goes out to our patron and friend of the show, Tiffany. Tiffany's amazing. Hi, Tiffany. It was so nice communicating with you and getting to know you. So thank you so much for supporting the show. She requested a round on 90s trends. So here it is. This round is called Booyah. Crack open a Zima and get crazy sexy cool with this round on 90s trends. I barely had to do research for this, guys. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Guilty. Thank you, Tiffany. Question number one. The best-selling album of the 90s was the soundtrack to what 1992 romantic thriller film? Question number two. 
Endorsed by MC Hammer, what New York-based shoe brand featured the slogan, the shoe ain't nothing without the BK button? Question number three. Launched in 1994, what popular Calvin Klein unisex fragrance featured black and white ads with diverse models? Question number four. What 90s heartthrob and hunky actor starred alongside Maya Bialik in the 90s sitcom Blossom, serving up his catchphrase, Whoa! Question number five. Manufactured by Tiger Electronics, what line of handheld voice recorders and cassette players were popularized by the 1992 film Home Alone 2? Question number six. Promoting an alternative to zippered pants, what three-word slogan became Levi's signature t-shirt logo, appearing in block letters and referencing their 501 original style? Question number seven. Boy bands were huge in the 90s. List two of the five Backstreet Boys' first names for a point. Question number eight. Named after the creator's toy poodle, what is the iconic fabric-covered elastic hair tie found in every girl's drawer in the 1990s? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four. Booyah. Booyah. Question number one. <laughs> Question number one. The best-selling album of the 90s was the soundtrack to the 1992 romantic thriller film The Bodyguard. Props to Dolly Parton for writing I Will Always Love You. A true artist. And also props to Whitney Houston for Singing the cuss out of that song. Amazing. Such a good performance. And props to Kevin Costner for... Wait. Next question. <laughs> out of props. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's fine. <laughs> question number two. The shoe brand that featured the slogan, The shoe ain't nothing without the BK button is... British Knights. I did acquire some BKs probably after they were... Cool, like TJ Maxx style, but I was loving them, small town, and <laughs> we catch the trends a little late. <laughs> I did not pair them with parachute pants, or did I? I don't know. <laughs> British Knights, and they're still going. When I wrote this question, I- Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I looked it up, and I was like, should I get a pair? They're only 30 bucks now. <laughs> oh, nice. I know. I'm kind of into it. Not seeing a downside. A lot of 90s shoes came with buttons, though. Do you remember Reebok pumps? You pump it up. Yeah. There was a basketball like thing where you pumped it up <laughs> totally. before you would do the slam dunk. <laughs> Question number three. The popular Calvin Klein unisex fragrance that was launched in 1994 is CK1. 
It was like an emaciated United Colors of Benetton ad. You know what I mean? For sure. It's like we are all gorgeous and skeletal and just draped on each other. Languid, if you will. (laughs) And we smell wonderful. (laughs) I think one of my older sisters bought into that and had some CK1. I might have been like, is she not looking? Douse, douse, douse. You know. (laughs) Question number four. The 90s heartthrob that starred in the sitcom Blossom serving up his catchphrase, whoa, is Joey Lawrence. Whoa. Oh, that one sounds like Cher, huh? Whoa. A little bit. <laughs> A little bird. <laughs> whoa. Question number five. Whoa, Kelly. What was that? Was that some photosynthesis happening next door? Maybe. Pound on those walls. <laughs> Tell them to calm down. We're recording. It's serious. He'll understand. This week's background and answer break music was Photosynthesis by <laughs> Elijah Wood. I wish. No? <laughs> no. In actuality, that was a triple tater. So if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. Manufactured by Tiger Electronics, the line of handheld voice recorders were Talkboys. I remember wanting a Talkboy <laughs> so bad. Seems so silly now. I did not get one. Thanks a lot, Santa. Lame. It literally was a toy prop that was created by the filmmakers of Home Alone 2 that then became an actual electronic product. That is an interesting history. Way to be resourceful. Question number six. The three-word Levi's slogan that became a signature t-shirt logo was Button Your Fly. And we will also accept Unbutton My Fly which was also an alternative version of that logo that also became popular. So provocative. (laughs) They're pretty opposite, so. (laughs) (laughs) I like that there's some consent involved. Yeah, that's important. It really is, Kel. (laughs) Question number seven. You needed to list two of the five Backstreet Boys' first names for a point, and they are AJ, Howie, Brian, Nick, and Kevin. So if you were taking this quiz, you would have probably gotten all of these, correct? Uh, I don't know if I would have, actually. I was a big NSYNC fan. Okay, well, when I wrote this question, I was like, what about Justin? Oh, wow. I was like, what about Justin and Lance? For me, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC are sort of enmeshed, if you will. No, no. Very different if you ask the real fans. Yeah. (laughs) Question number eight. The iconic fabric-covered elastic hair tie found in every girl's drawer in the 90s are scrunchies. I would say also like in every long-haired human's drawer because long hair was also pretty big in the 90s. Yeah, and scrunchies are back in a big way. They are. I don't like them. You know, it's like kind of a lot. Well, for me, it's a personal thing. It seems umbilical, if you will. I also hate it when Hanging lamps have cord cozies that look all like bunchy. Oh. I don't like it. Reasonable. That's gross. I'm not a fan, but I do love the history that it is named after a little dog named Scrunchy because Scrunchy as a pet name, <laughs> it's the best. So cute. 
Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What 1963 Beatles hit opens with the lyrics, Well, she was just 17 and you know what I mean. Question number two. Celebrities Mark Ruffalo, Sarah Silverman, and Cardi B were outspoken supporters of what 2020 Democratic U.S. President hopeful? Question number three. Christian Bale portrayed Dick Cheney in what 2018 biographical political satire written and directed by Adam McKay? Question number four. Known for being loud disciplinarians, what is the title for a non-commissioned officer in the armed forces with duties including teaching recruits, the military step, marching orders, and other exercises? Question number five. The Olympic Games have four throwing events as part of their track and field competition. The discus throw, the javelin, the shot put, and what other event? Question number six. What 2018 dance hit released by recording artist Sierra samples the Jersey remix of the fun hit We Are Young and spawned a social media challenge featuring fans and celebrities recording their own version of the video's choreography? Question number seven. What two-ingredient highball cocktail would you get if you ordered a Harvey Wallbanger without the Galliano liqueur? It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The 1963 Beatles hit that opens with the lyrics, Well, she was just 17 and you know what I mean, is I saw her standing there. I know exactly what he meant, as in she was just 17, and that means she's off limits. <laughs> Especially because Paul McCartney wrote this in his 20s. <laughs> Boy, I know exactly what you meant. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Message <laughs> delivered. Question number two. Celebrities Mark Ruffalo, Sarah Silverman, and Cardi B were outspoken supporters of Bernie Sanders. Can I get some sort of a Cardi B, Bernie Sanders collab? 
that involves some WAP video dance moves with him sitting in his chair with the mittens looking grouchy. Oh, I would love that. I love those grouchy mittens. So cute. I love the WAP video too. I mean, I feel like I'm on to something, Kelly. I mean, I agree with you. Okay, cool. Question number three. Christian Bale portrayed Dick Cheney in the 2018 biographical political satire film Vice. This movie was a trip. This transformation was too far. You know what I mean? Like it got to the point. Christian Bale is a shape shifter. Shape shifter. I know. He's a polymorph. It's nuts. I do not know what he looks like anymore. He's wild. For me, this was too much. I'm like, he might as well just be CG. You know what I mean? There's no traces of him, whoever he is. Yeah, for sure. But also Amy Adams killed it in that role. She did. She was great. She is great. Question number four. The title for a non-commissioned officer in the armed forces with duties including teaching recruits marching orders is a drill sergeant or drill instructor. Side note, I just really don't like the way sergeant is spelled. (laughs) It's displeasing. Right? It's unsettling. But so were our drill sergeants. If somebody was like, drop and give me 20, I was like, here's 20 tears. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to. Please stop yelling at me. (laughs) Question number five. The Olympic Games have four throwing events as part of their track and field competition. The discus, the javelin, the shot put, and the hammer throw. There's some pretty tough folk that excel in the hammer throw. I mean, props to them. But also, why the hell is it called a hammer? I don't know. I don't get it. It's just like some like heavy sack on a string, right? Yeah, it's not really hammer-like at all. I don't know what the heck's going on there. (laughs) Question number six. The 2018 Sierra dance hit that spawned a social media dance challenge is Level Up. Have you seen this video? No. Kelly, you have an assignment. (laughs) Sorry. Crazy choreography. She's in incredible shape. The choreography is killer. Sure, sure. Yeah, she's great. Question number seven. Speaking of great. (laughs) If you ordered a Harvey Wallbanger without the Galliano liqueur, you would receive a screwdriver. I'm not mad at that combo at all. It's a classic. It got me through (laughs) COVID-19. Vitamin C, vitamin C. Yep, exactly. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... I saw her standing there. Bernie Sanders. Vice. Drill. Sergeant. Hammer. Throw. Level. Up. And a screwdriver. And all of those answers include types of tools. Speaking of tools, I hope you guys all voted. There's a lot on the line out there. <laughs> a lot of tools on the ballot. <laughs> a lot of tools on the ballot. It was it was <laughs> pouring rain in Long Beach. And guess who marched her little buns down to the polling station? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was... Valid vices. And the question that went with this anagram was, 
The legendary record executive credited with bringing Whitney Houston to prominence came out as bisexual in 2013 at the age of 81 in his autobiography, The Soundtrack of My Life. And the answer is Clive Davis. Valid Vices scrambles up to be Clive Davis. So just a few comments on him. Yes, he does look like a tortoise. Oh, he does. <laughs> a lot of older men do. That's true. That's not a diss. I think it's cute. But also, it's never too late to come out. For sure. You know, come out. I love it. Woohoo. Hey, Kelly. Yes. I hope you have a nice week, friend. You too. And I also hope our taters do as well. Same, same. Thank you to everybody for listening to us and supporting our show. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We always enjoy reading those. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout-out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com, and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. Follow us on social media for weekly answer reveals, round reveals, and exciting announcements. And if you find yourself in Southern California and want to catch one of our weekly live quizzes, join us on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. in Long Beach at Beach Garden Social House. This week's background and answer break music was Woods by Hawken. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime, edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later later, taters. Cool beans. Cool beans. Hammer time. Whoa. Cool beans.